Okay, Tanavei Menashe, the school of Menashe learns, Ez Shechokak La Bein Karneha, if you have a goat, and you, between the horns, you etched in um, a space, okay, it's not going anywhere, basically, so they, they it, it like sort of drilled a hole between its horns, so that, uh, so then, you could go out with Avsar and Shabbos, the idea being um, that um, if you if you stick the afsar into this uh, the hole in the, the horn, only then it would be okay. But a regular knot, just a regular slip knot, it will slip out of that slip knot because everyone knows it's like has a skinny head and it's constantly trying to get out of it and it's going to pull and pull and pull from every direction to get out. So that's the difference. So, um, so that is if it's Chaka Club in Karnel, Yotzebab Shabbos. Otherwise, not. Now, by Rav Yosef's question, what if you stuck it, the Afsar, the the uh, the rope into the you know into the into the beard of the goat? Okay, so obviously, if it pulls on it, it's gonna hurt its beard. So, what's the story? Like, it knotted it to the beard. So do we say came to Menatachla it hurts so Law Asil and Tuchi won't come to pull on it? But it could loosen um and fall out. And then it'll just uh uh then it'll then it'll be carrying. So um that's the question. Um uh right the Asila Suye Dalad Amas Bishus Rabban I'll come to carry it for Amas Bishus Rabban because it loose and it'll be able to get away. So that was the question. And the Gemara says, Take we remain with the question on that. Not clear. Okay. The Nan also we learned over there in the Mishnah of Lobrasusha bin Karnal that uh the the rope between it nor the rope between its horns. We'll see more about what that's talking about, but that's an upcoming Mishnah that it doesn't go out with the rope that's between its horns. Now, Amar Rabbi Yomi Bar Abba Pligibar Rav Shmuel's Machlokes Chana Amar Bein Lenoi That rope doesn't matter whether it's for Noi for beauty, you know, just like a design element and just looks pretty, Bein Lishamo or to protect the animal or to keep it protected. Also, either one is not allowed. Chana Amar and the other opinion is. So that's one of the, the two, either Rav Shmuel, that for beautification, that's what's forbidden. But if it's there to protect the animal, that would in fact be okay. Now, let's, between the two, let's assume that, um, that the, that the noy is the one for, uh, is what's prohibited. Shmuel hold no is prohibited, but l'shamer if it's to protect it, it is mutter. Why? Because Chananya says that is even an extra watching that's more than necessary is sufficient. I mean, it's permissible. It's not called carrying. So Amr Le'Abayi, so Abayi said back, you could argue otherwise. Amr Le'Abayi, other Rabbi, you could say the other way around. This time the Shmuel who Amr Bein Lenoi Bein Le'Shamer Aser. I mean, uh, you could say the other way around that uh, that Shmuel holds even for beauty or watching is prohibited. Why? Rabbi Shmuel, Machlifin Lefnei Rabbi Shalzu Bezu Mahu, 
Okay, one second. Um, well, hold on over here. Let me just uh, put on the mute for a second. Um, um, so the Gemara says, Aren't we excluding a camel can't even go out with the nose ring? Because it says Dafka with an Afsar. So isn't that, uh, isn't that, so which one is it? So the Gemara says, Samiha Mekameha. No, you have to erase that one instead of this one. Maybe it's the other way around. Um, so the answer is, um, right? So the bottom line is, you're telling me that one, oh, don't, don't bring that one as a riot. Well, that one's not a good riot. Erase that, and because this is a more, more reliable. Maybe that one's more reliable, and this one's not, not as reliable. So uh, how do you know which way to go? So the bottom line is, that was the where we left off. So the Gemara answers, you have to put in the words here, skip the parentheses. My um, what is the bottom line? Itmar, Rabchir Barashi Amarav, Bein Lenoi Ben Lishamer Osir, Rabchir Bar Oven Amar Shmuel Lenoi Osir Lishamer Motor. That's what the bottom line is, that, that we have actually the names. Rav is the one who says that uh, if, it's, if it has a... a, a even if it's extra watching, according to Rabbi, it is prohibited, but according to Shmuel, it is permitted if it's beyond what it's necessary. So the bottom line is, just to understand what the dispute here is, is that uh, if you're downgrading from what's necessary to watch the animal, meaning what the, what he, what the animal has around its neck is not really going to help you at all, that for sure is carrying, according to everybody. That's not good. Then it's just a load, Okay. If it's there for beautification, both Rav and Shmuel say that beauty is not, it has to be functional. The question is, and the whole machlokas between Rav and Shmuel is, what if it's l'shamer, meaning it's not the regular shmirah that this animal typically requires, but you're upgrading to a higher level of shmirah than necessary? Is that, is that also carrying, is that still carrying? Or is upgrading is never considered carrying, and that's what Shmuel holds that upgrading is never considered carrying. Oh, in watching. Okay. Now, Mesve, we um, we'll bring it to the next thing. Kashra Balia Bimosera Kshira. If you tied it, um, I'm sorry, Kashra Balal, the owners tied the Paraduma. Bimosera with a regular, you know, um, what, are you, what are the the rope that they tie the animals with, the afsar, okay, uh, the leash, okay, it's not really a leash, but whatever they tied it around the neck, um, um, for paraduma, okay, so kasher ba'leha, if they tie the paraduma with a mosera, k'sher it's kosher. Now vis al gadad chamaisu who masu who. Ha, if it's carrying, Hasher lo all. So isn't this a raya that um, that it's that it's fine to upgrade now? Because typically a para is not an animal that's trying to escape. It really doesn't need as much, um, right? We said the ones that need afsar is the horse, the donkey, the mule, and um, what were the four, right? Uh, um, 
Sus pered, the camel and the donkey, right? So this is not one of them. A, a cow doesn't really need anything to protect it. So here I have an afsar on the camel, on the cow, I upgraded. Why isn't it considered ruining the paraduma? Because now it has a yoke on it. It's carrying. So I'm, uh, right, Amarachmona. That's the kasha. So you see, it's not a problem to upgrade. So When you need to go from place to place, from city to city, then it is a, a normal way to travel, and therefore it's okay. Um, that's one. Rava Amar Shani Another answer is because Paraduma is quite expensive, so you it needs extra watching because of its extra value. And uh, even though typically it's not looking to run away, but that's one. And Ravina Bimratis, we're talking about a bit of a vilda, a vilda paradoma that's uh, that's looking to leave. So therefore, you wanna you need the extra protection. But the bottom line is that's why it's not called an all, and that's called that's okay. Okay, brings us to the next thing. Hatsus bishir. So the horse. We said goes out with the shear. Shear again. It's basically a rope around its neck, that's attached to a ring, and then you can slip the rope into the ring and pull the horse. Okay. So my yotzin my nimshachin. What does it mean yotzin and what does it mean pulling? It goes out with it. It pulls. Which is it? So I'm Rav Huna. Oh yotzin kruchin. Either it can go out with the rope around you know around that ring wrapped into the ring. Oh, or it can go out being pulled that way, and it's either one is not called carrying. It can only go out pulling. But if it's wrapped around the rope, that is not allowed. Okay? So Rafun is more lenient on this. Now, it can go wrapped around in a way to help it, help you pull it. Um, okay, so which means is that you, you, it's wrapped around loosely that I can easily slip my hand between the ropes um, um, that uh, in case the animal tries to go away, I can just grab the rope and hold the animal from escaping. Okay? The calves of Rav they went out even though it was wrapped around on Shabbos, he had no problem with it. That's shall base Rebbe. The the uh, mules doesn't that sound like the right word? the mules of the house of Rebbe. They go. They would go out with their uh, with their halters on Shabbos. Were they pulled or was it wrapped around? Rolled, around, you know, wrapped around. So that was the question. Even wrapped around. So I don't even need. That's obvious. I, even though he's not really telling us a chiddush. Why Because I could have derived that chiddush that even wrapped around is okay from Ravdimi. Why? Why? Because Ravdimi said before um, that it could go out. Obviously, this is what he means that they went out b'afsarim b'shabbos. 
because this algadetra of Dimin Shachikamar, if he was talking about pulling, me the Ravyudam or Shmuel, Nafka. He could we had that could have we knew that from Ravyudam or Shmuel. Dam Ravyudam or Shmuel Machlif and Ayu Lufne Rebbe. Um they used to switch it before Rebbe. Um Shalzubizu Mao they asked the question. And Amr Lufan Rabishmal Brabyasi Kakamar Abba Arba Bemos Yotzus Bafsar Susra Perva Komala Kamar. So they all need those the, each of those need one of those need the afsar. So Amrlahu Ravasi so Ravasi says no, it's not. It's it, it is a kiddish. Why? It's Rikhlu. Dimid Ravyuda Nafka, because if it was just Ravyuda Amr Shmuel's basis, have Amina Amrlafanov Vilokibla. They said you could switch it. And he didn't necessarily have Maybe he didn't disagreed with their conclusion. Kamash Malan that Dimi, that Ravdimi was saying that that he did accept that. If it was just Ravdimi, I would have said maybe it's only if it's bold. Maybe if it's wrapped around, maybe not. Kamash Malan, So basically, they each are adding another layer of Chiddush, because although it was done in front of Rebbe, but what was done in front of Rebbe, we don't know that Rebbe accepted it. So we need a Rav Dimi to tell you that it was accepted. But even when it's accepted, maybe it was only accepted when it's being pulled that way. Who says that it's also um, when it's just wrapped around? That's why you need Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda to come to the conclusion that even wrapped around, where it's not actually being pulled, that's not called carrying it because it still helps you catch the animal if it starts to try and run away. You can There's something that you can easily grip on to grab the animal so it doesn't run away. And that's the story. Brings us to the bottom of the page, second to the last line on Nunbeis Amud Aleph. You can do a hazah and dip in it in its place. This is the safe of the Mishnah that says that it's not a problem as far as tumah goes. You can actually be toivel like this and do the sprinkling if it's tummy mace. Now. Question is, since when are these, is the ring, we're really worried about the ring, actually, over here. Since when is it even subject to Tuma at all? But then we learned in Mishnah, Tabas Adam Temeya, Tabas Tabas Taurus. A ring that the man or woman wears on the finger, that's subject to Tuma, I get that. But the ring for, for an animal, or for a utensil, you know, you see that sometimes these pots that have these rings hanging on the side, those are not, um, that's that's not, Bishar called the boss, any other ring is Taurus. They're not even Tame at all. So, uh, so what are you talking about over here? So Rav Yitzchak, uh, Rav Yitzchak explained the way to make sense out of this. Why is these rings even needing anything? So the answer is, Bivon minoy adam minoy in other words, what's wrapped around the neck of the animal what is it's 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 a rope that's attached to a ring. That ring that it's attached to started out as like a bracelet or something, and then they changed their mind to use it for the animal. So that's why it does require um, that's 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 the pshat, okay, and therefore it therefore it's subject to tumah. That's the answer of Rav Yitzchak. Rav Yosef Omer, another answer. It's called for men because it's men's use. In other words, if it's a ring or whatever it is for the animal's sake, for the, not for the man to help control the animal, that's when it's not subject to Tumah. But if it's for the man, then it is subject to Tumah. 
That's not called the animal ring, okay? Um, in other words, a ring that's there for beauty for the animal, that's not subject to Tumah. But a ring that's there to, for the man's purpose for the animal, meaning it's to help him hold the animal or whatever it is, <clears throat> that would be um, that would be a ring that is subject to Tumah. And the idea is, well, if Adam Moshech by Mesopotamia uses it's his ring to pull the animal with. Milo Tanya, didn't we learn? It's a price, he wants to prove it. If you have a stick that he uses to hit the animal with that's made out of metal, the Kabbalah is subject to Toma. Matam, why would that be? It's the stick for the animal. The answer is, oh, Adam rode the bed. Because, yeah, it's not for the animal, it's for the man to use on the animal. That's the difference. Same logic here. Since the ring is used to pull the animal, so therefore it's called a, 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 a ring that's for men, and therefore it's subject to DNA Tuma. That's the first thing. Okay, now the next step is we said that it doesn't need to be removed to dip it in the mikvah. You can dip the animal in the mikvah, and then the ring will be in the mikvah. Problem is, this ring is. is uh, we're assuming is tied around the neck of the animal, and it's uh, not going to get all around the water. It's not going to get all around it. So Amar Ami Kishavitchan. Yeah, no, it was loosened. You had to melt it down in a way to loosen it that it won't be too tight. Lema Reb Ami Ke Rav Yosef's really maybe Reb Ami holds like Reb Yosef. Why the Ik Reb Yitzchak? Um, if it would be like Rav Yitzchak. So here's the question. Rav Ami is the one who says that he loosened it. Now, that which answer did of Rav Yitzchak or Rav Yosef does Rav Ami hold of? Must be he held like Rav Yosef. Because why? Because if he held like Rav Yitzchak, because it started out as a, for Noi Adam and then it was used for Noi Behema, it was, it was yes, A finger, correct. We'll see. We're going to talk about more about the human rings. We'll get to it. Okay. But, uh, so the question over here is, is that what Rav Ami was saying that you actually messed around with the ring to make it looser, Okay, that's why you can tevel that way because now it's not so tight against the animal. He's taking sides between the two answers that we saw because if he held the Grav Yitzchak who says that it, the only reason why it's subject to Tumah is because it started out as a, as a man's ring and then it was taken to be used on the animal. Now he did an action to it. So once I do an action, doesn't that remove any tum, pre-existing tuma? Because now I made it like, you know, I, like I took it away from its pre-existing status. Ditanan uh, Mishnah says, this is a Mishnah. All kelim go to their tuma status with meaning they can achieve tuma status with just thought. But to remove it needs an action. Meaning, an uh, example of this is like this. Let's say I have a piece of leather 
it's like unfinished on, on the edges. Okay. But I said, you know what? I like it as a throw on the floor. I think it's beautiful. Or a throw on the table. I put it, it'll lie as a tablecloth. I, just like that way it is. So the machshava is enough to consider it a finished product. Now, what if I change my mind? My, you know, my, then my wife comes to me and says, what is that ugly thing on the table? This, it's unfinished. It's not neat. Get it rid of it, right? So I say, okay, I changed my mind. I'm going to make belts out of it or something. It's still mekabal tumah uh, until I start bringing the knife and start cutting. That's the Allah. So in other words, to achieve a status where it's a finished product that's subject to tumah, it, all I need is the thought. To remove it from a status, to say it's not a finished product, I need an action. That's the logic. Okay? So, they enter Tumas status, with thought. They don't relieve, it doesn't go away from Tumas status, until I do an action to change it. So here, I did an action to change it, into, by melting it down, by making it wider. So isn't that, a, that's a question, how, obviously, he cannot hold like Rabbi Yitzchak because he did an action to change it. It should, should lose its status of Tumah altogether. The answer is, Sarva like Rabbi Yudah, he holds like Rabbi Yudah, the Amar Maisle, Takin Lab Maisu. Anytime I'm doing an action to improve, that's not called an action. If it's to improve its status of what it is, then that is not an action that only when I'm doing an action of taking away its what its status that I'm in other words this is right now a tablecloth and then I start cutting it that's taking away that's when it loses its status but when it's uh, uh that, but when it's fixing that's not called a misa that makes it lose its status gives an example the time like we learned in price the only time machine in misa takes away Tuma status, is when it's mekalkal, when it ruins what it is. That's the idea. In a b'risa we learn, So that's the, that's the first answer. We're talking about where he did an action to make it looser. Could be that he does hold like Rav Yitzchak, but it's a maizel attack and it fixes it up. It's not a downgrade. And that's the difference. Okay. In the b'risa, we have a different answer. That it's a loose. It's on loose. It's not very tight to the animal. And it's loose enough that the water can get all around it. Okay. Brings us to the next section. Shal Talmud Echel Migol Elyon. It was a student from the Upper Galilee who asked, uh, asked the question, it's Rabbi Lezer, he asked Rabbi Lezer this question. Shamati, I heard, Shecholte Min Tabasa Tabasa. I heard that there's a distinction between rings. Uh, what is it? I don't know what it is. I can't figure out. I don't remember what the distinction was, I just learned that there is a distinction between rings. In other words, not all rings are the same. So he told him, Maybe there's a difference in rings as far as Shabbos goes. But as far as Tumah goes, all rings are subject to dealing Tumah. There's a difference in rings as far as Shabbos goes. Not all rings are allowed on Shabbos. But as far as, as, far as Tumah, they're all subject to Tumah. So, what do you mean? He, is it true that as far as Tumah, all rings are the same? Didn't we just establish, but tonight we just learned in the Mishnah on Amad Aleph. Tabas Adam Tameya, Tabas Behemah Bekelem, Mesharkul Tabas Taurus. They're not Tami at all. So there's obviously distinctions within rings as far as Tumah goes. So he says, no, Ki Kamer Ihu Nami Dadam. He was talking within 
man's rings. There are different man's rings. As far as tuma, there is no difference. That's what he's saying. I the Adam David Achsi. What? I told you I'd get to it. Did I not tell you that? Okay, why you don't you pay your patience? Have some mercy on me. You're right. We're talking about man's rings within man's rings. So even within a man's rings, there's a difference as far as Tumah goes. If it's a ring that he uses to hold up his, his pants, okay, to, so it's a ring, let's say, to tighten his belt, or, you know, so that's one type of ring. Or between his shoulders, like uh, he uses it for his suspenders. So those types of rings, Torah, that's not a ring that's subject to Tumah. It's important to understand that when it's part of the suspenders, that's a garment, and yes, it could be Tumah. But when that ring is standalone, it's not Tumah. You know, so it's like a belt buckle type of thing. It's not Tumah in its own right. If it's part of the belt, it could be Tumah. So that's Torah. For Omru Tumah, told you we'll say it, the only type of ring that is a dintuma on it is the one that goes on the finger. Okay? So that's what we're talking about. Specifically, finger rings is the only ring that has dintuma on it. So, so the question is, is that how even for man, there's a distinction in tuma. What are you talking about? So the says, you're right. What he himself is also talking about is a ring on the finger. So the Gemara says, with the Is that true that on the finger they're all one? Even finger rings, there's distinctions as far as stomach goes. If you have a metal ring but and the signet part of it is made out of wood, it's a wood a signet you know, that you use to, like you dip into ink and that, or, or wax and you press on it, that's the, your signature. So, Tameya, that's, uh, that's, that's Tameh. He shall almuk, if the ring is made out of the wood, and the stamp part is, um, is made out of metal, then Torah, that's, Torah, that is going to be Torah. So the Gemara says, Ki unami, kula shal He's talking about only full metal rings is where he says there's no distinction. So the answer is, as far as metal rings go, that go on the finger of man, they're all the same tame and there's no distinctions. No matter what. The way, if where, are there, where does there exist distinctions? As far as carrying on Shabbos, there's a difference if it has a, a stamp um, or it doesn't have a stamp, that's where we'll see it's going to be problematic because a stamp ring is, uh, is problematic to carry on Shabbos. We'll get to it. It's upcoming in a later time. So the, as far as Shabbos is distinctions, but as far as Toma goes, they're all the same in, when dealing with strictly metal rings. Okay. So, oh, that was question number one. And he asked the second question. Shamate, I heard, Shecholkin that they make a distinction between two types of needles. So Rebbe Lezer told him, as far as Shabbos, there's a difference between needles. 
but as far as tuma, David there is no distinction. A needle is a needle is a needle, and it's all tummy, all subject to dini tuma. So the Gemara says, really? I thought that there is a difference in tuma as far as needles go. Only in tuma, David achasi, but tonight we learned that Mishnah Machach and Nita If the uh, eye of the needle was removed, you know, broke off, or the point of the needle was broken off. Either one, tahora, then it lost its status as a, as a needle already. You know, a needle without the the eye is not very good for sewing. So, um, so that's the same thing. So, so we see that there's distinctions in toma. So Gemara says, you're right. I'm talking about a full-fledged needle. And you're telling me there's two dinam in needles that are fully finished? That's not true. And as far as toma, there, there is no distinction. It's true. It's all the same, even in a whole needle. If you have a needle that has that got uh, rusted, if it bothers the sewing, then it's not. It's forget about it. It's it's tar. It's not a tame needle anymore because it's useless. Nobody's going to sew with it. Otherwise, it's still tame. If it if it's not if it's if it's a little bit of rust, that's not going to affect. The sewing. Ravyana explains the definition of being uh, being ma'akiv the tvira affecting the sewing is that you can that it'll leave a rust stain on the garment. If it's going to leave a rust stain on the garment, then there's clearly going to be then that's called not acceptable as far as the needle goes, and therefore it's tar. So the Gemara says, you're right, I'm not talking, he's talking about where it's been sanded down, so there's no rust, it's not leaving any marks. So the Gemara says, even if it's not leaving a mark, it's all one. As far as Shabbos goes, uh, it doesn't matter whether it has a hole in it, or it doesn't have a hole in it, it's permitted to carry on Shabbos. But the hole is only relevant as far as Toma goes. So Gemara says, I'll leave it to Rabba Bigalmi. That's talking about a raw needle which hasn't yet been formed yet. And that's meaning if it's if you first started the needle and you didn't yet make the hole for the eye of the needle, that's what that's talking about. It's been it was just freshly cut off the the strip of the metal to produce the needle. And it, you're, stand, it, you're at the stage where you're about to make the hole. So there, until you make the hole, it's not Mechabal Tumah, because it's not a finished product. But it, and uh, and of, obviously, for Tumah, you need it to be a useful product. Obviously, it's not finished yet. Uh, you have to have done everything. But as, but as far as Shabbos goes, it's permitted, because um, you might leave it as a... Uh, not Mokta, because you're going to leave it uh, as a pin, basically. Um, or you'll use it as a, just to pull, to use it. It's still useful to get a, as like a, to help get a thorn out or something. Uh, all you need is something sharp. Um, but, uh, but anyway, if it's the type of, of things that's a, a pin, that's not, you know, anyway, not going to be made a, 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 an eye in at all. So then there is no difference as far as Tumma goes. And that's what we meant. As far as Tumma, there is no distinction. Obviously, if it's unfinished, it's unfinished. But if it's finished, then there is no distinction within needles or pins. But as far as Shabbos, there is distinction 
because some needles, as far as Shabbos goes, are uh, useful for our 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 our. For a design thing, you know, for a pin that women wear in their garments, or you wear in your hat to have a pin, you know, stuck into that to look nice. That is uh, allowed. That's not called carrying. And if it's the one with the eyes, that could be problematic to carry on Shabbos because it's really meant as a tool and it's a muksa item. All right. Anyway, we'll stop over here. We'll continue from the Mishnah, the bottom of the page. Tomorrow, Mirza Hashem. Have a great day.